This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. If you were influenced by the teachings of William Branham, this is a passage of scripture that you will hold truly dear. Immediately upon hearing these words, your mind goes back to the woman at the well that Branham taught was a prostitute and her many husbands. Your mind focuses upon Christ's power to contact her spirit just as William Branham claimed that he could do. But does Branham's version of the story match Scripture? Comparing this passage to Branham's teachings, there are many elements of this story that we could focus upon. One could easily argue that she was not a prostitute and that Scripture makes no mention of this woman selling her body for pleasure. One might compare Branham's emphasis on the words, on the woman's mistake, rather than the salvation of the entire city. But today, let's simply focus upon that one passage that is so deeply rooted into our minds. Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. William Branham told this story several times throughout his ministry and each time associating that statement describing Christ as a prophet with the term contacting her spirit. 1953, he says this, She said, The well's deep. You have nothing to draw with. He went on talking to her. What was he doing? Contacting her spirit. And she looked at him kind of strange. He said, he goes straight to the point. He says, go get your husband. That's what her trouble was. She said, I have no husband. Said, you've got five. And she turned and said, I perceive that you are a prophet. Matthew 12. When Jesus healed the blind, the people recognized Jesus Christ as the Messiah when they called him the son of David. 
Their understanding was that Jesus of Nazareth was the Son of the living God. But the Pharisees, the Pharisees began to argue that Christ was Beelzebub, attributing his methods to that of the temples of Baal. In the worship of the gods of Baal, there were sorcerers, diviners, mediums, and more, each empowered with the practices of what we would call in our day witchcraft. These mortals would put themselves in contact with the spiritual realm. Diviners were predictors of the future. Sorcerers were men who could take the spirits under their control. Mediums were mortals who could contact the spirits. When King Saul went to the witch of Endor to contact the spirit of Samuel, he violated the law of Moses that bore the penalty of death for the witch. It made himself an abomination before God. Leviticus 20 verse 27 says, A man or a woman who is a medium or a necromancer shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones, and their blood shall be upon them. Leviticus 19 verse 31 says, Do not, do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out, and so make yourself unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. In John chapter 2, it tells us that Jesus, in his supreme deity, did not need to make use of sorcery or witchcraft to peer inside the human soul. Christ knew the hearts before they even spoke. It says, John chapter 2, verse 23 through 25, Now when he, Christ, was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, Many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people, and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. It is obvious, blatantly obvious, why the Pharisees explained away Christ's power through the demonic forces of Baal. They did not accept Christ. They were not Christians. They told the people that Christ must use sorcery to perform these miracles. But ask yourselves the question, why did William Branham say that Christ must first contact her spirit. What reason would William Branham have to lower the power of Christ from supreme deity to that of a prophet, a prophet using the power from the temples of Baal? Verse 